to uh, Mean Girls Interrupted. Uh, I'm John. I'm Travis. And uh, this is a movie review podcast that you need to follow, subscribe, <laughs> download, rate, review. review. But you know what I figured out on Apple what? Podcast whenever what I use the app? Um, I, I was trying to follow this uh, show called The Left Right Game, which is amazing. It's from yeah. I, we are not sponsored by Q code. I'm just like genuinely yes, loving the Tessa this. Thompson one. Tessa Thompson, um, like sci-fi, bizarre, violent, scary, tense, really solid job. <clears throat> uh, left, right game. So I was like, I was trying to like follow it so like it would populate on my feed, so I didn't have to keep going back to it. And you have to click on the little ellipsis to find the follow. Yeah. And that's the only way that it pops up on your on your um, like history or whatever. Yeah, it's pretty annoying. They've actually made it a little bit more difficult. Yeah. And also um, difficult for me to just like pick up where I left off. So if you want to just pick up where you left off and not have to keep searching for us, you have to follow us on uh, Apple podcast. Which is fine. It, you can follow us. It's so easy. Yeah. You know? So that's once that's, you get past the part that's yeah, not easy. I feel like that's relatively new for me. And I'm just like a, a slightly annoyed by that format. Yeah. <laughs> As a user. They'll, yeah. they'll probably change it. Yeah. They always do. Yeah. They always like to keep you on your toes. John, this is our 19th episode. It is our 19th episode, which means that we've been doing this for 19 weeks. I have seen 19 movies that I haven't seen before or yeah. I saw a long time ago and have a fresh pair of eyes to view them with. I know we are like churning it out. Honestly, we we're are, turning it out. Turning what do they that call pussy it? out, John. We're working that pussy out. No, we turned it out. Turned it out. It, it is, is inside out. <laughs> <laughs> it was just fun. So for thank you all. I hope you enjoyed that visual. Yeah, which is um, pretty much a pink sock. If are we going there today? <laughs> no, we're going to okay. actually go to Sonic the Hedgehog too. Yes, which is a children's movie, which is appropriate so, to segue from so turning it out to a, <laughs> a children's uh, movie. Honestly, yeah. Uh, so I'm I'm conflicted. Cool. Yes, I'm just going to say it up at the top. I'm conflicted and there are about the segue or the movie. (laughs) Well, no, I'm not conflicted at all about the segue. I thought it was perfect. Cool movie. I'm conflicted about. I very much. I feel you on the confliction of that because um, there were moments where I genuinely laughed and I was like, why am I laughing? Did they like dupe me into liking this movie? I think so. John, my brain. I have a hard time. Yeah, I have a hard time just in normal everyday just generally, life. I have a hard time. <laughs> this this made this actually made it so much worse. Yeah, but I guess we're gonna have to get into it. And let you yeah, guys. Well, let's okay. Let's do this. Let's run. Can down I tell the, you first yeah. though? I did watch the first one. I did not. I watched the first one so I could kind of get a feel for what was happening. Are they you vastly li- different movies? It, mm, Yes. <clears throat> right. Yes, they it's are. It's like Sonic actually. the Hedgehog 1 w- w- walked so that Sonic the Hedgehog 2 could literally run. So it could run. Like, no joke. Yeah. Uh, it was... Uh-huh. I don't... I didn't like yeah. it. Okay. Well, <laughs> I didn't like we're it. We're just going to do that right now. So I didn't like the first one. Um, okay, yeah. The, the first That's one also the one we're had, talking was, about. It was also surrounded in controversy because of the... 
the original look of the of Sonic in like the CGI version of that and how it was like <laughs> sort of like an anthropomorphic. It was like they tried to make him look human or something like that. It and was just, weird. It didn't read. <laughs> Well, so the animation, I guess they had fixed it after everybody after yeah, the outcry. People freaked the fuck out. And then they. Um, John, he did look fucking weird. Though. He looked messed he looked up. weird. And it's like, why? Why are you making a cartoon thing? Like, why are you trying to hide the fact that you're implementing a cartoon character into a live action? Like he's literally a hedgehog. You can make him look like an alien hedgehog. You don't have to put a human face on yeah, it. You don't have to make him look. You don't have to adapt the look whatsoever. Yeah, I didn't like the first one. <clears throat> I was. It's not bad. I will say it is not okay. bad. But I also was. I would never watch it again. Yeah, I skipped it because I'm, I mean, the Sonic the Hedgehog 2 has a runtime of like two and a half hours anyway. Yeah. And I'm like, how dare you? I would never watch the first one again. It was fine. It's a good kids movie. Yeah, if you guys want your kids the, to watch I mean, it, there's nothing wrong with it, but it's incredibly. I would say, you know who this is for? The Sonic the Hedgehog 2. Furries? Is, it's, it's for people who are into furries. Obviously. Honestly, probably. But also it is for it is for people who um, are a man and a wife and they are married and they also have children and and they, they want to enjoy a movie together. John, that's, that's who this is for. Obviously, you are 100 percent right. <laughs> I did. OK, yeah. I hadn't thought about it in those types of terms. Like, who is this movie? There's made even for? a there's even a, a destination wedding involved. There, oh, in this movie. Yes. So you see, you know what? It's very heteronormative and it's, is- it's very suburban. And uh, that's that's who this movie is for. And it's also so let's get into it. All right. Yes, so we're, it's, sorry, we're seven minutes in. Let's how about you tell us the budget, who the people are? Yeah, you let's, know, get, let's do this it. down and dirty, guys. All right. So Sonic the Hedgehog 2 is directed by Jeff Fowler and uh, to no fault of his own. And so it is written oh. by about five <laughs> different writers <laughs> so, as as these big studio movies usually are. <laughs> And Sorry. I'm not going to embarrass them by calling them out right now. Um, no, so, well, you don't have to. Um, I mean, it's fine. They got they, a paycheck. Uh, uh, yeah, true. But they also probably want to live it down. Um, <laughs> so I'm not going to immortalize them in our really popular podcast. OK, yeah, a really popular <laughs> podcast yeah. in Australia. Yeah. Um, so uh, it's from Paramount Pictures. And how dare they? Um, and How dare they? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so it's a budget of 110 million dollars, which I mean, the VFX, it's like it's basically a VFX cartoon, which I kind of liked and enjoyed. I was going to tell you, I also can I tell you that as I was watching this, I kept my brain kept going to um, Inspector Gadget. Do you remember oh, when yeah. Inspector Gadget came out? Right, right. Was that and Steve it was giving me. I don't remember. No, it was Matthew Broderick. Oh, right. But I kept going back. I kept thinking of Inspector Gadget and how much fun I had when I watched that movie. It was just like wild Inspector Gadget. And it's sort of like a similar setup and premise with like the villain element. Yeah. Which is why this movie is conflicting to me. (laughs) You're like, I loved it and I also hated it. Um, Which is, I echo that completely, but... 110 million is all yeah. this cost. It's um, weird for me to say is all this cost. Like, I know. That's a I, lot. Out of touch of fucking reality. That's dude. a lot of 
money. And so it made $401.8 million gross worldwide. And that's just the theatrical box office. So where did it take most of the money? Like, where did it come? Most of the money come from? I Um, I don't know. Like, it doesn't break it down by region. It just goes like U.S. and Canada and the world, because apparently America is all that matters, apparently. (laughs) Oh, God. We can't even talk about that right now. No, we can't talk about it. (laughs) Um, uh, So anyway, this is starring. um, (laughs) Which one? James Marsden. (laughs) Yeah, so it has a hot James Marsden. He is. uh, It's. He, mm. he plays Tom Wachowski. Wachowski. Yes, Tom Wachowski. And uh, yeah, he plays sort of like the, the father figure of the alien uh, hedgehog that is Sonic. Um, and who is voiced by Ben Schwartz, who is like, uh, don't be suspicious. Don't be suspicious. Yeah. Don't be suspicious. He plays the sapper yeah. Steam. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, he, I think he did a really good job. Because <clears throat> he, he does sound like the cartoon version, like, you know, like the you remember the, the, the 90s cartoon of Sonic. Did you ever watch that? I see. The thing is, is I want to say yes, but I also I can't say I have because I, I, I don't did. quite recall. I did. And Knuckles was a character. Tails was a character. And uh, yeah, so like it's basically it feels just like an adaptation of that cartoon, really. So. Well, the person who voiced Tails the only original voice from Tails, she actually reprised her role in this movie. No she's the way. only she's the only voice actor from the games. And oh, I, really? Yeah, who who actually reprised their role. People oh, were very no excited about it. So this is uh, Colleen O'Shaughnessy, which is yes. a crazy last name. People were super <laughs> happy about her being able to p- take on Tails. Oh, or, wow. sorry, Miles Prowers, who, by the way, it's a pun on ma- miles per hour. Oh, what? Just FYI. Oh, interesting. Tails' name is Miles Prowers. That's his real name. Oh, that makes sense. Okay. Her, her is Tails? I don't... Who cares? It's, a, it's fake. It's, a, it's an alien fox. It's an alien fox with two who's tails. Who's a child, apparently. So, Miles Prowers <laughs> is Miles Per Hour. Yeah. Okay. AKA so, Tails. And also, so it has Jim Carrey as Dr. Robotnik. He played the role perfectly. You know, I was like, whenever John, I saw he that he was going to be perfectly. Yeah. It's just like, he obviously is like, this is not something to take super duper seriously. And so I won't. And, and it, he didn't. It, and I think he nailed it. Yeah. It's like he, I mean, yeah. He played <laughs> Jim Carrey as Dr. Robotnik. He just like showed up to work and started talking. He just and started he, moving his body around in weird right. ways. And it's all very inconsistent and crazy. And like, that's just what this thing had to be in order for it to work on any sort of level. So, like, yes. Could you imagine like somebody trying to seriously play this role? I can't actually imagine how this movie could have taken off without Jim Carrey because yeah. I don't think there's anyone else who could have done it. I truly right. don't. Like he was I basically really do he not. was being a cartoon character. Yeah, he already looks like one anyway. Yeah, he was giving us like his, his he was giving us like the Jim Carrey greatest hits of Jim Carrey. Like he, he was doing mask Holy stuff. Shit. He was You're doing right. he was doing Ace Ventura <laughs> Pet Detective, no, and then he was uh, doing his greatest hits. He did Cable Guy, and then he. <laughs> Uh, yes, there, okay. was, there was no Truman Show antics. It was Child's all those perfect. early. It was a dumb and dumber at times. 
So wow. Okay. Yeah. It was like, here's a jukebox of me, dude. Really? Before no before I started doing dramas. Oh, which I don't think I've seen any. Oh, okay. Well, we should move on to uh, Tika. Tika Sumter. Oh yeah, Tika Sumter. Uh, she plays the wife. Yeah, she is gorgeous and beautiful. Dude, and she is absolutely gorgeous. She got I was her like, start who? In Days was... of Our Lives, by the way. Oh really? Yeah, and her first movie role was in um, oh, uh, step was it Step Up? What were the dance? <clears throat> I hate. Okay, one give me one second. Stomp the yard. It, she was in Stomp the Yard. Oh, how unfortunate for her. But, <laughs> yeah, I mean, but it landed her. I mean, <laughs> she worked her way up to this. Yeah, but I mean, I really, I, I found myself like whenever she would pop up on screen, I was just like, who is she? She's really beautiful, dude. You want to know who I, I don't know who this actress is. I, and I should probably, but I don't know who plays Rachel. But can I tell oh, you? Natasha Rothwell. I love her. Rachel, kind. she has, she was sort of, for me, at the beginning of this movie, whenever she's like, it's her, so anyway, we'll get into the synopsis at some point, I guess. But like, it's like, whenever, so like, uh, James Marsden and, uh, and, uh, which, who, Tika Sumter, they go to a destination wedding in Hawaii. And, um, it's, it's her, it's, it's, it's Rachel's. Yeah, it's Rachel's wedding. And, at first, she kind of felt like a throwaway character, like a background character for me. But no. then she has a fully fleshed out like character arc and she steals the show at a certain point of this movie. John, I agree. I 100 percent agree. Like she's crowded with stars and but then she was the main character. She has a whole <laughs> moment where she like she crashes into her own like uh, what was it like the wedding awning with that the, was the with part the that golf I laughed. cart? Yeah, that, and then, I, that is one of the parts that I laughed right. at. Right, and so it's like slow motion golf cart crashing, sparks going, and then all you and see then, is like her slow motion heel, like gracefully, like <laughs> walking out of that car that crash. <laughs> she, dude, and the way the speakers behind her blow up. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, okay, but they <laughs> she, to, at this moment she has arrived. Yes, I was like, she wins. Yeah, she's going to have movie deals, TV deals. She's going to get everything that she wants out of life just because of that one shot. And I'm so I glad hope. I gave that to her. I hope so, because I really like who she is. She's she's great. Yeah, and she played the tone so well. So, okay, let's get into it. We should. So, okay, let's get all into right. it. So this movie is an action comedy. It just is. And so it's um, and it's also adventure. So it's. But I think they really paid attention to the comedic elements because it just had to be no matter how dramatic things get, it was comedy and they had to have it, I think, especially since it is geared toward kids. Yeah. And also just for anything like this to work, it needs to be comedy. So, um, uh, yeah, so I guess the movie starts out with Sonic, who is apparently a kid. So like. Yeah, it doesn't really read well for me. <laughs> well, uh, in the first one, if you watch it, he does leave. He is. But the thing is, it's like, I don't even know how old he's supposed to be in the first one. He escapes right. his other planet, comes to Earth, and it's like 10 years he spends. It's like, why in, like, does he even need parents to teach him anything? It doesn't quite make sense. But anyway, so well, like he, yeah, he's yeah. being parented by James Marsden 
and uh, Tika Sumter, uh, who are husband and wife in like this little remote village town, which is cute. And um, uh, yeah, so he Sonic is like reject is sort of rejecting or resisting like having parental figures. So he's like, I can do whatever I want. And he's trying to like be a hero, be a hero at nighttime. And he's just causing disasters. And he is told by James Marsden that, you know what, you can try to be a hero all you want and stuff like that. But like, uh, you're not going to be the the time to be a hero is going to come to you and like, don't try to force it or something like that. Yeah. You can't like search it out. It was something very like it was supposed to be profound. Yeah, it wasn't. (laughs) <laughs> uh, so like uh anyway so like they go off to a destination wedding uh and leave sonic to his own devices and yes sonic uses one of his rings to by the way so they have a very quick escape to hawaii they just walk through a, por- a portal a, por- a ring portal John, into a paradise and i'm like can i, I want tell that. you how awesome that would be yeah i would a do ring it. portal i mean i would do it all the time john i would be at your house right now yeah, it would it would be like we don't even need cars anymore. There'd be no. zero emissions. Dude, we need to work on this. <laughs> yes, portals. <laughs> Get into it. Okay. Um, so they're in Hawaii and Sonic is at home by himself. And he's doing your typical fun and games antics of being alone. His best friend's a dog. Uh, who's a who's a live action dog and it's a golden <laughs> retriever real dog. And, uh, so they're eating popcorn. They're doing bubble baths. They're doing all the stuff that kids would do. And then um, uh, the power goes out. Yeah, you know it just power goes, goes out in the house and Sonic's like, out. "What?" He's like, "What is going on here?" And things are getting scary. And so Doctor Robot. Oh wait, first we open up on Doctor Robotnik on the Mushroom Planet. Oh, it doesn't matter. We can all. Right. Yeah. So, doc- yeah. so, so uh, Dr. Robotnik was marooned on a mushroom planet plotting By his Sonic vengeance in the last Sonic. movie. Yeah. So he, he finds his way back through a ring portal through um, a Sonic the Hedgehog like alien called an, an, an echidna. And uh, it is, it is Knuckles who is like yes. the, the nasty, angry rage version of Sonic the Hedgehog. Yes. And he, he is voiced by Idris Elba. And I'm like, how did they do that? Uh, and I can tell you how actually Idris Elba is a huge video game nerd. He's oh, had so he was like, console. I have to do this. <laughs> he was actually excited and wanted to play Knuckles. Oh, that's amazing. I'm not kidding. He loved it. And he had, he was like, he didn't, project. he didn't interview where he was talking. He loves video games. He was like, I remember he was in an interview and he was talking, saying, I have my Nintendo switch in my bag right now. Of course he does. And he does. was talking about it. And he loves video games. What else are you going to do on those massively long hours of waiting on set? You're going to play video games. Also, oh, God, he's freaking hot, too. Mm-hmm. Yes. yes. So you hear his voice as Knuckles, and it's very confusing because you're like, do I? Is you're Knuckles like, it for me? You're like, why <laughs> is my basement completely flooded? <laughs> like for, so uh, for a cartoon echidna. Just has like a really good voice too. Yeah, he's like he is the full package. He really is. And I know His there's wife's like very lucky. Yeah, for sure. Like I, I really mean, hate her. 
I don't even know her. You're like in a jealous rage. <laughs> yeah. I'm like having a fit over here. <laughs> yeah. You're like, why isn't, if it wasn't for her, he would be mine. <laughs> oh my gosh, She's John. The only I'm glad that you recognize that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not the only person who recognizes this. Right. I mean, she's literally just the only thing between you and having Idris Elba forever. Well, for a time. He needs <laughs> to be 007 because they always show 007 like without clothes. And I'm yeah. like, that needs to happen. Yeah, I'm here for that. Oh, OK. So back okay. to Mushroom Planet. <laughs> Wait, I guess we got to Mushroom Planet. I loved Mushroom Planet because it was very like a phallic fantasy for me. Honestly, that's what I was getting at. <laughs> <laughs> it's the gayest place in the universe. Um, so <laughs> Can't uh, stop sitting on these mushrooms. <laughs> oh, like, oh, don't whoops. eat that one. That, that's been places. <laughs> um, anyway, sponsor us. Mushroom um, Planet? <laughs> anybody. <laughs> Disney. Uh, it's very wholesome as we talk about a children's movie. Um, paramount. I think it's just paramount behavior, John. <laughs> yeah, right. They're dirty. Um, anyway, so, uh, yeah. So um, Dr. Robotnik uh, faces off with uh, Sonic the Hedgehog, and he has an ally in Knuckles who hates Sonic because Sonic has this uh, this ultimate power source which uh fuels his whole like super fast uh speedy uh energy thing and uh and it's like a emerald of something an yeah emerald so stuff. so um uh yeah dr robotnik jim carrey uh who um do you think jim carrey should win an oscar for this uh performance no okay just <laughs> wanted to check in on that <laughs> no 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 okay cool. i don't all right cool so moving right along uh <laughs> So, um, yeah, so uh, so they, they disturb Sonic's like home aloneing and uh, they uh, knuckles. They immediately bust a <laughs> massive hole in the side of the house. <laughs> yeah, as they do. Uh, and uh, so Tails comes into play, which if you're a fan of the video games, I always loved Tails. He was very... He would tell us was cool, man. Yeah. So they very they do that. They do it good justice as a movie adaptation because Tails is literally like flying around Sonic the Hedgehog. Yes. <laughs> carrying him around just like in the video games. Yeah, it's. And uh, it was cool. Yeah, I think it's a. Yeah. Anyway, um, so they learn that there is some kind of green emerald, which is like a, the ultimate power source. And like Dr. Robotnik really, really wants that now. And uh, so we're going into B story here or C story or D story or G story because there's so many storylines in this movie. There's a lot. So we're going to have to movie. just cherry pick what we want. And Let's uh, just go through the Sonic parts of it. What, like, cause but what I exactly? also want to do another one of it because it's very I this is one that I kind of enjoyed. There was a character okay. dynamic between Dr. Robotnik and uh, oh, Mr. And Stone or whatever. Yeah. The the mean bean guy, which is yeah, a reference Agent to Stone. Okay, I do like their storyline. He is in love with him. Yeah, and it's very apparent from like moment one because we we catch in on 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 uh, Lee Majub's character who plays Agent Stone, and can we just uh, thirst trapping hard? I'm gonna tell you this. John. He's a homosexual in real life. Did you know that? Okay, so someone that's actually attainable. Let's go. 
But yeah, let's really get into it. John, but, no, let's go. <laughs> we're going. We're, we're going. Now. We're gonna go find him. He's we're gonna a, go, he is hot. He's, dude. A, he's a, a, a a very attractive gentleman. And so anyway, there's he's, a lot of hotties, dude. Except for Doctor Robotnik is not hot. I was I was kind of into it. You were, yeah. Because <laughs> I am a I'm a nasty nasty person. <laughs> Listen, no, to each their own. I should not be telling a, you gross or no. Yeah, yeah. We don't Get shame anybody it. here. And so, Get after it, John. I was, I was sort of living for their dynamic because it was like me too. So we open on. So we touch base with Agent Stone, and so he is like in this like coffee shop in this tiny little Sonic the Hedgehog town, and. He, we see him. The first thing he's doing is like he's doing latte art and uh, as Robotnik's face, like, and he has like this, he's like longing for him and he misses him and he's just like, waiting for him to come back. Like, and where then, is he? <clears throat> yeah. And so he gets like the signal or whatever. He kicks everybody out. And then we see another latte art and it's Dr. Robotnik's face and Agent Stone's face with hearts in between it. They are, yes. he, they are, he is fully in love with that. <laughs> with his, is, with the Doctor Robotnik, he is fantasizing for real. It, he is hardcore, head over heels for Doctor Robotnik in a gay way, and I thought that was I thought John that was great. the gayest way. Me too. I thought that was a great thing to have in a children's movie. By it the way, it made me feel it made me feel included. Yeah, I was like, thank you, and I just and I, I loved, actually did. I was like, okay, this is cool. But they, okay. but they do have a very unhealthy codependent relationship, John. <laughs> Yeah, they do. <laughs> because Dr. Robotnik, they have they have full moments of Dr. Robotnik uh, choosing to be sympathetic to Agent Stone and choosing to be nice to him because yes. Dr. Robotnik, too, is in love with Agent Stone. I also believe that. Yeah. Anyway, so um, that's a whole that's a fully that's a full story arc. By it the way, it is actually a full storyline in this movie. And there's so many storylines. But anyway, John, there are so many happening <laughs> all at once. It is it is the most insane thing. But yeah. it's weird because they all pay each off. Storyline finishes. But there's if, not one that's left unturned. Right. And so it not only does it finish, but it also contributes to the A storyline. Not a stone left unturned i know i mean i want to see stone i want to see lee majub in so many nothing. different other things and, and i want to see him in nothing and everything and in somebody <laughs> <laughs> so let's make him a huge star and celebrity i'm cool with that yeah so back to the reality. Oh, okay. Yeah, bye. <laughs> so, anyway, so uh, yeah, so uh, Tails and Sonic the Hedgehog they uh, escape peril, and uh, yeah, because Tails is like, "I'm on your side," and yeah. Tails rolls up. Sonic hops in. To, what is it? They're in some car. They're in a they're, they're in, in a, a car. stolen police car. Police vehicle. You're yeah. right. Yeah, Tails <laughs> did steal a police car. So uh, anyway, so they. Uh, Long story short, I guess. Uh, so Tails and Sonic are now on uh, a race against um, Knuckles and Dr. Robotnik to find this emerald, which is guarded by owls, which I thought were really cool. Yeah, the owl in the beginning in yeah. the first one. Yeah. So um, they first they must first, however, 
find this special compass which will lead them to the emerald which yep. is somehow in siberia yes it is in snowy <laughs> siberia and yes. this is where the com the comedy of it i thought was pretty funny yeah me too. to an extent and i'll tell you whenever that stops and they lost me it was goofy um it, it was, was goofy comedy yeah, it was like this was whenever they get to Siberia, it's like this tavern full of surly characters and um, uh, like they have a dance battle. Yeah, but it was like for me, it was like the the tone solidifier. I was like, oh, so this is actually what it is. It is full, goofy, crazy, stupid. Yep. Yeah. And so like you get like an old um an old lady knitting a skull and crossbones as you do in Siberia. <laughs> it just comes with the territory. Yeah. And then you, yeah. And then you get like a, uh, so there's a point where they think they're going to be killed, but, um, they have to do like a battle of some kind and it turns out to be a dance battle. And boy, do they ever. Yeah. Do you want to talk about that? I don't. <laughs> okay. Cause that, that for me was just like, I was like, okay, cool. So we're doing like full fun and games with Bruno Mars in the background and I'm not into it. Yeah. I didn't. I was like, how are they going to win me back after this? So that to me was kind of like, okay, we have to play into, we have to play into the audience that is probably going to be younger because yeah. Right. Those are the ones who are going to love that. For me, I, I wasn't there for it. I did get it. Yeah. Can I tell you? Yes. It was enjoyable, but I also right. was like, it Cringy. wasn't necessary. It wasn't necessary. And as soon as I start dancing to Bruno Mars, I was like very much cringing. And the only salvation was that. It that, ended. Well, also the, <laughs> the shirtless, uh, the yes. shirtless uh, villain dancer guy. Absolutely. I was just I like. I thought so too. I was like, yeah, they they definitely saved it with that. Now, his velvet, that velvet suit, it was a very disgusting. I, I hated it. It was like a velour track suit, basically. <laughs> yes, he was in a velour track suit. <laughs> but then he takes I'm never a fan of until he takes the top off. And I was like, that that is that is specifically my type. And that is when I was like. <laughs> This is the movie for me. And like they, they keep they keep bringing us back in with Thanks, all. Of, yeah. It's like they were aware that we have to like feed the gays little breadcrumbs <laughs> throughout just to keep them engaged, <laughs> and they they did it successfully. And I, I'm, I'm realizing this John, now. It's actually so accurate. I'm because like, I'm like, okay, they lost me with the things, but then like they they introduce Agent Stone, and I'm like, John, okay, they back tossing, in. They seriously said, "Here's a breadcrumb, bitch." Yeah. And so they said, "Here you go, here you go." Right. And at some point, they have like a like a dom sub dynamic between Agent Stone and uh, and Doctor and Mister Robotnik, and I'm John, just like, they that's have for it me the whole time. The whole time. That's what I thought. I was like, this is a very like, it's like, is this written by the gays? Uh, honestly, we're going to Google who these writers were afterwards. Yeah. Cause I want to know. I mean, they successfully fed us. They did. In a Sonic I the Hedgehog it, 2 movie. Which is so Which is made weird. for children and hetero people. <laughs> I actually am not sure who it's made for. <laughs> it's made for <laughs> we're actually talking about it. <laughs> Yeah, we're discovering things about this movie that we didn't even realize. As we talk about it, I'm starting to think like, I'm not sure how this movie was greenlit or why. But <laughs> they, just, they just okay had to. <laughs> they had to. 
But anyway, so they uh, survived the dance battle. And you, uh, you seem very like <laughs> they like they get the compass and uh, and then they have to. But then then and then they. Uh, yeah. So whenever they they get the, they obtain the compass in like a temple in Siberia and that's immediately when Dr. Robotnik and Knuckles ruin the party. Yeah, they show up. Yeah, with a whole army of like of robots, which are accurate to the video game. Those they little are. wasp, those little wasp things, like killed John, me in that I game all the time. That. I thought that was so cool that they incorporated those. Yeah, I can't remember what those are called in the game. They're called they they have um, I can't remember the name, but there's a specific yeah. name to all of his it, mechanic um evil. Right. And things. I think I think you don't actually do you actually not see those until the the Sonic the Hedgehog 2 video game? I really can't remember. Because I feel like I, truly fir- can't I feel like remember. in the first one they don't exist, but I feel like they are actually in the second one. John, I I can truly not recall. Which would I track well I, because they're in the sequel. I, I didn't see the first one. They weren't in the first one. Oh, right. So maybe. They weren't in the first movie. There were robots. Trust me. Robotnik was in it the whole time. Right. But um. so anyway, so moving forward. So they get into like a downhill skiing uh, battle. Avalanche fight. Aval- avalanche fight. And uh, so uh, Sonic is like snowboarding away to safety from the he's like destroying all these uh, robots and stuff, which I thought was a cool slow motion sequence. I thought so, too. And it actually kind of made me laugh. I appreciated it. Yeah, because like he's like jumping through all of these flying uh, robots and then he actually hijacks one and goes pew, 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 pew. Yeah, as it's, he absurd. Shoots other things. <laughs> it's absurd, <laughs> right. dude. It's but that's what you would expect. Yeah. Yeah. Um, anyway, so they uh, inevitably serve survive and this sort is how of. they do it. Yeah. So go. So um, their uh, tails is like out of commission. Somehow he's unconscious and Sonic is like. Uh, he uh, he uh, he lost all of his rings. They spill out just like in the video game. Yep, it is just like in the video game. He's hit and he loses all of his rings. And uh, <laughs> so, which I always hated after collecting so many fucking rings. Yeah, and then uh, you, the you hit point. one spike. You hit one spike, and they all just fling out, and you're like, "Fuck!" It just felt very unfair. It was the odds were always stacked against you in that game. Always. That's how. And talking That's about it makes me you. want to play Sonic the Hedgehog because I oh, love that video to say, game. Put a fist through the wall. <laughs> yeah, I just like do it right now. <laughs> Could you? Yeah. But um. Anyway, uh. So all of his rings spill out, so he doesn't have a portal to escape the avalanche. So he FaceTimes, but somehow he still does have a an iPhone. By the way, yeah. an iPhone prolapse Max. He does probably a thirteen or fourteen. Yeah. One of them. And uh, he FaceTimes James Marsden, who is in Hawaii and uh, the wedding ceremony is taking place. It's literally the wedding is going down right away. They are doing the vows. They're doing the rings. And um, yeah, so Sonic had had flicked James Marsden in the beginning, uh, a portal ring. And that somehow gets uh, mixed up and confused with with the with the bride's ring. That, and so, yeah, uh, yeah. so yeah, so Sonic called. This is where this moment pays off. He like calls his uh, his uh, father figure, uh, and and he's like, "I'm in an av- I'm an av- I'm gonna die from an avalanche. So like, uh, I need you to use that ring that I gave you." And he's like, "Oh shit, this isn't the right one." 
And so he has to basically punch out the groom to obtain the the bride's ring, which is a portal ring. And then he opens up the portal and then like a whole avalanche and like Sonic and like uh, and Tails like <laughs> totally come through and like destroy the wedding. And that's like the one thing that Rachel was like, I do not ruin my wedding, James Marsden. Otherwise, yes. I will end you. And then it, yes. it like totally happens. <laughs> don't you ever do that again (laughs) okay cool (laughs) (laughs) oh no 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 i will wag my finger at you Oh, <laughs> so anyway, okay. And then so this movie, happens. and then this movie goes into oops, surprise. Uh, the groom is actually an undercover agent, uh, a government agent, and all of the guests are also government agents. Everybody is a government agent, and they she are even asks if her own daughter is a government agent. <laughs> she's like, really? which I thought was hilarious. Yeah, and that's where she starts to really get me going. That's where she shines. I was like, when she says, "Is she a government agent?" Like her whole reality is like crumbling. <laughs> Dude, yes, I did love that. She yeah, can- this is where Rachel really starts to shine. And Dude, steal. I loved her character. She like- managed to steal the show from. Of Jim Carrey's greatest hits. Um, yes, I love that they're the greatest hits, by <laughs> and, the way. And uh, Sonic the Hedgehog and James Marsden and all the things going on, which are wild up until this point. This is where she really is like, this is my movie, assholes. <laughs> she's like, you know what? I have to make do with what I got here. Yeah, she's like, I'm going to make the most of this. And she and does. she truly does. She truly, like, if there's anything to go to watch Sonic the Hedgehog 2. It's uh, for Rachel. It's for Rachel's whole moment after the midpoint where she's like going on this tirade because she has just lost mm-hmm. everything. She's just discovered her whole life has been a sham. Right. And not only is she like, so the, uh, the government agents, they steal, like they lock uh, tails and Sonic the Hedgehog in these little contraptions. And like, now they have to like get them back. And yes. so, so it's like, it's the humans trying to save the aliens. And, um, so in Hawaii, in Hawaii, none, nonetheless, um, yes, in Oahu. More specifically, <laughs> yeah, more specifically, Oahu, <laughs> and at the Four Seasons, yeah, at the and Four Oahu. Seasons in Oahu. Just since we're being specific, <laughs> we have to be as accurate as possible. Um, so they do get them back, but it's through it's through using Tails's like gadgets, and which uh, get Inspector fucking gadget, dude. yes, Inspector gadgets. Is there also a downhill skiing moment in Doctor Inspector Gadget? I true. I couldn't. I couldn't tell you. Probably. I wish I could, but yeah. <laughs> so like, we're just gonna call it here. Yes. Yes. There it uh, is. And so uh, <laughs> they get them back, but but it's mostly through Rachel, like in a rage. They they heavily lean into her like despair and rage to to get them through to that end. And like and and then uh yeah, in doing so, she is gunning for her um fake fiance and she does and in doing so and in doing so also yes john why talk about it how talk about it they have so many attractive people in this movie and this reminds me of the (laughs) vast the very homoerotic sequence between the this groom who's like totally hot he is 
so hot. They dude. managed to get him and all of his like uh, groomsmen. What is that actor's name? Can you? I had his name. I actually Googled him, John. I was like, who the hell is this? They, they, I there's a moment where is. they are literally, they're all shirtless oh. and, and they're all hot. And, and they're, they're all playing volleyball. They're playing volleyball. But then afterward, they are dousing him in champagne. Yes. In the Bukaki style. John, yes. Which I'm like, it this is, is written. It, this is written by a gay person. God, it is so. Uh, dude, it's so unabashedly yeah. queer. But so, also you would never. They shouldn't have done that. But also, I mean, glad they this did. is I mean, <laughs> if I feel like as a as a little gay person, this would have been my my, my sexual awakening movie. It would have because <laughs> I felt like I had it. I and felt it was, like it, I was again. Yeah, it was a reawakening for Travis. <laughs> yeah, it was. Because <laughs> it would have started for me as soon as I saw Agent Stone. Oh. <clears throat> Dude, but, uh, let me just tell you. I mean, James Mars, Marsden. Yeah. We so have, let's shout out these these Shamar Moore. That's who it is. Yeah. So God this is damn. this is the story. I mean, the screenplay is written by Pat Casey, Josh Miller, and John Whittington. And so um, I'm just convinced that they're all three homosexuals and they're all together in a throuple. Okay. Um, I did not know how popular. Just FYI, Shamar Moore has been in a shitload of stuff. Oh, against. yeah. He's very recognizable. Very like recognizable I knew, face. I recognized him, but I couldn't remember where from. But that's yeah, he's like also one of those actors. It's like, what are you in? But I've known I've that never I've seen watched you. Criminal Minds. He was in it from 2005 to 2020. Interesting. 15 years on a show I've never watched. Also, he was in SWAT, which was a CBS show from 2017 to current, I'm guessing. Yeah. And then he was in The Young and the Restless. Okay, so we have a lot of soap stars. Then. Yes. Yeah. So Good I for mean, them. Yeah. Diary of know. a Mad Black Woman, which I've also never seen and we should watch. Oh, that would be cool. I've never seen that either. But, yeah. um, that, that was like the beginning of it all, basically. Of, of the height of that Tyler Perry fame. Yeah. Um, so anyway, so this movie basically just ends there. Honestly. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. We're uh, all talking about Shamar Moore. Okay. Yeah. Do you, anyway. mind, do you mind if I take it from here? Yes, please do. Because I am not Do you think helping. I can run it from here? Oh, yes. No. You are helping. Well, You're actually. Thank John, you so you much. You're on fire today. I love fire. <laughs> You're on fire on today. It. I am crisp. I am focused uh, you know what take us Actually, home but take it no why don't you take us home i don't know if i should john you're way okay i'm gonna try I'll, it i'll do it i'll help out okay so at this point sonic and knuckles or sonic and tails they are back in business rachel has successfully helped free them they're on their way they have a map and they are gonna go find this emerald okay Yes. That's it. That's all I've got. Okay. So cool. I need you to pick it up from there. <laughs> all right, cool. Um, so after that natural lull, I am coming in. <laughs> and, uh, so <laughs> um, oh, one second. You, listen, John, I will not. I will You're not, not tolerate. sit here <laughs> and, take, and take that. Okay, cool. Uh, so, yeah. So they are in a Sonic the Hedgehog video game level, which is a, a Mayan uh, temple yes. that was underwater. And yep. like so. But now it's not. Because they're the emerald things. <laughs> there's this emerald that lives inside of that that has been somehow 
activated and found with that compass uh, that Dr. Robotnik now had has. in his ass. Yeah, he pulls that ring out of his ass <laughs> and he just plops it into this thing, which happens hey, to be don't. in very close <laughs> proximity to Hawaii. Plopsimity. <laughs> happens to be in proximity to the exact wedding destination, which was jarring for me. <laughs> but <laughs> so. I uh, hate this episode. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, so they go through this whole like Rube's Goldberg, like uh, uh, Indiana Jones booby trap, which I loved, and it is actually they have lots of references to the video game in this. Yeah, it's a level, and so the they, whole level of it. Yeah, they find that green emerald, and then like that turns into a whole nother movie because it actually <laughs> does switch <laughs> the, the flip switches. Doctor Robotnik. Uh, the movie could have ended here, but it doesn't because Dr. Robotnik, he absorbs that green emerald and becomes this, um, uh, omnipotent thing. And he, uh, he uh, goes, he teleports back to, uh, the little tiny town and he goes to his little secret lair with agent stone and who's like super attractive and like, and so, and Sonic the Hedgehog and tails, they fly a plane all the way from Hawaii. Yeah. To this little tiny town in California somewhere um, uh, without having to stop for gas. Well, no. And also and, and the time and, and the time span it would take to do that um, also isn't really a factor in this movie. John, I want to be here with you on this, but we are talking literal headshots. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> talking headshots. Like, you can't get bogged down into the logic. Don't even think about okay, the logic of it cool. all. That airplane is the one that tells flies in the games, and yes. let's all just focus on that. It is. It is. And I and I loved that they I'm did here that. With, I'm here for you on your timeline <laughs> okay. logic, but, but also... Your support has a limit, and I, I appreciate that. But um, so they... <laughs> Um, totally like, uh, yeah, Dr. Robotnik becomes like this crazy big giant robot thing, which is, I think also in the video game. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And for those of you out there who are into giant robots, this is for you. You are going to yeah. get off on this. It, it's, it's fully for, for you. And Jim Carrey is completely on suspended on strings, like not taking his job seriously. Oh, and he is in a brand new look in a look. He is in a Luke. So, and, um, you know, designed by Agent Stone. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Designed by Agent designed Stone. By Agent Stone who Looks does have a drag Agent number Stone. in there, by the way. <laughs> yeah. Quick oh, flash of a drag number if you're paying is. attention. And he's doing right because it's on the screen and he's like, what's this going to What am yeah. I going to put him in? And he's yeah. like fully doing fetish fantasy. Yeah. It's, um, it's, it's quite amazing. I loved it. And so Me anyway, too. so Sonic uh, wins the day and he becomes a golden thing at some point. He and does. And he, but he ultimately beats Dr. Robotnik, who is assumed to be dead. And, um, does the, did Agent Stone just die? John, I don't know, but I don't like not knowing, but there's going to probably be a third movie. Right. I I mean, I imagine he didn't, but he like, we leave him very unconscious. He was very unconscious. He smashed his face into one of the walls. Yeah. He has like a violent unconsciousing. He didn't die. He just. He was unconscious. Violent uncoupling. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) As Goop would say. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, this uncoupling was very violent. (laughs) Yeah, it's very violent uncoupling. Yeah, we had to cut our apple in half. Mm -hmm. Um, So so we're not sure if he's dead is what we're saying. Right. And that's on purpose because there's probably going to be a third one. So there is. Did you see the post credits? 
Oh, no, I didn't. There's a post credits oh, gotcha, scene. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Don't worry about it. It's so, not, I so mean. They, they, all, they all are one big happy family in the end, like literally. Everyone's like, yay. And then and they, that's it. And then they, they really ride do. off in a Chevy commercial, by the way. <laughs> that, was a full, that was a full Chevrolet truck commercial. There were a lot of ad placements. Yeah, this, this was basically an Oreos advertisement. This movie was made on the budgets of the backs of different <laughs> companies. Of major because, corporations such as Nabisco, the, Chevrolet. Truly. GM, like, I guess, I guess Hawaii. Oh, yes, Hawaii. Four Seasons, Marriott. Uh, Four Seasons, absolutely. was like, we're going to give you some money. Mm-hmm. John, I've never been to the Four Seasons. Me neither. I don't have that kind of money. I mean, John, we could, uh, if we, we had $110 million, we could film a movie there. I mean, they probably footed the bill. Let's be yeah. clear. They're like, how are we going to pay for this? <laughs> yeah. Let's contact four seasons. See if yeah. they want to pay for part of this $110 million budget. Yeah. Um, so that's the movie for anyone. We had to it. race through it. There's a, <laughs> listen, we had to race. We had, we had to, to race through it. John, we had to go really, really fast. I am. I got to go. We had to go. I am so sick of you. (laughs) (laughs) I'm I'm sick of me, too. So I'm just kidding. I love you. Don't you ever stop being you, John. I won't. I can't stop being me because I'm me. And that's the moral of the story. Yeah. And roll the credits. (laughs) (laughs) So what did you think about this movie? John. Okay. Do we. Uh, I'm okay. I, well, you can give us the tomatometer after I tell you how I think about this movie. Okay. Because I keep going back and forth. I want right. to give it as I want to give this movie a three, but I also want to give this movie an eight. So there's right? a very yeah. weird. There's a weird. It's almost like they knew that that was going to happen too. Which. It sucks because I don't want to be this confused about whether or not I like a movie because enjoyable yes this movie was i enjoyed watching this movie me would i watch this movie again no no not one there's not a single chance i would watch this movie again no it paid off it's true there were things in this movie that i was like a not expecting the gay storyline which i thought was super cool yeah um, i love that aspect but it also does not make me want to watch this again i think it's cool it exposed he, me to uh, very attractive actors. Honestly, that I didn't really otherwise me. had no idea existed. And so it should have exposed you. them further. Right. Maybe I in mean, future uh, projects. We need to figure out exactly what some of these actors are doing next. I can tell you I will for sure not be seeing a third one if a third Sonic movie no, comes out. I'm done like, with the bye. Sonic franchise. But, but I mean, this was you. But you're right. Like the screenplay, the story. All of the things that they introduce up top completely pay off and interplay into how it resolves. And that is kind of a perfect screenplay if you think about it. It doesn't matter how cringy some moments are, how cheesy some moments are. It ticks the brief every step of the way. Ding dong. Ding dong. What I have to say is this. Did you watch the new season of Glow Up? Yes, of course I did. Okay, cool. I, Twins I are to, creepy. And I know that also, you're a twin. No, it's fine. <laughs> we are creepy. Um, no, I have to interject. Um, what's weird about this movie, too, is like you're sitting here and you're watching this movie that is pure camp 
10 years yeah. from now. Oh, the, true, it, true. Yeah, it is so campy. It, it truly is, which it's, I and love. It's self-aware of the camp. It is. Because but, a lot of camp sometimes, sometimes it's like inadvertent camp. This is full on silly, goofy camp fest with gays. With gays. John, uh, here's, here's what actually kind of throws me in this movie, though, is the intersection between uh, the animation yeah. and um, live action. Live action, because... Yeah. It doesn't seem it's it doesn't jive. It well. feels like bad Photoshop. Yeah. And it's almost which like it's so weird to me because you can tell their eyelines are like totally off. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. And like James Marsden is looking at nothing and you can tell. Right. And then John, he's like, I noticed that. Too. Like, I'm like, hey, Did how she are not you, know? buddy? Yeah. And James Marsden's lines in this were so bad. They weren't good. No, he's he, good to look at, right. but like, but he, for some, his character had to like deliver like the earnestness of the movie while everything else around him is totally goofy and crazy. And uh, James Marsden had the unfortunate position to the job, the duty to bring the heart and the earnestness. And I'm like, good for you. I'm glad. I hope they paid you $10 million. I hope they gave him a lot of money. Yeah. Uh, honestly, he's yeah. the one who chose to do the sequel though. He knew they were going to give him bank to come yeah. back. And you know what? Maybe he even like weaseled in like a merchandise back end because this, I hope so. This thing has merchandise out there. I hope so. Okay. Um, so I guess back to how I feel and how you feel before yeah. we do the tomatometer. But I want to, I'm going to give this movie I'm going to give it a seven. Oh, oh that no. feels wrong. That feels it very wrong. It actually feels really wrong. That feels very, very wrong. Okay. <laughs> I don't John, want to influence your opinion, but with, you said seven no, and I was like, oh. No, because immediately I also, I'm giving it a five. I have to go middle of the road here. Yeah, I have to go. John, there are parts of me that really, that enjoyed it. And there are parts of me that were like, I can't wait for this movie. It to is be like, over. The, it is the, it is the worst, best, it is the worst, best movie and also the best, worst movie. John, so it's gotta be a five. It's me. gotta be a five. It's a five me. because the middle of the road thing is like, it's totally watchable. Right. And there's some things your that, kids there's some things that really excel and there's some things that really don't. And because yes. of that, I'm giving you a five tonight. You're going to get a five. Uh, <laughs> you want to play middle of the road and do all the things you're going to get middle of the road. It's a five Sonic the Hedgehog two. I will say this. I recommend, which is why I wanted to give it a seven, because yeah. I recommend people watch it so they can understand what we're saying. Yeah. And because it is a watchable movie, but not a rewatchable movie. Right. And it has like a very like it has like six million storylines that all converge and pay off, which I, which I admired. One of them closed. They it's like the line was closed and the, and, the, and the lines close in a satisfying way. Yes. You start at one. Even end with Rachel, I the- was not expecting Rachel's storyline to come to a full circle. No, no. That's why this movie is so yeah. wild. So see this movie. See, okay. Well, I'm going to give you reasons to see this movie and reasons to not see this movie. The reasons to see, and you're going to help me out. Yes. Okay. So the reasons to see this movie. Hotness. Ag- Agent Stone. Uh, yes. Attractive people. Uh, 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 relationship dynamic between Agent Stone and Dr. Robotnik is very much my kink. And it's funny. And it's, it's also very funny. And it's funny. And uh, so Jim Carrey uh, 
giving you the greatest hits. <laughs> Which we're never going to stop calling it Jim Carrey's greatest hits because John is 100% correct. <laughs> so, um, uh, James Marsden's face. God. Could look at that thing all day. John, can you? We're not going to talk about it. We're not I had talk some about thoughts it. when That's I was all. watching this. I'm sure you did. <laughs> I had some real thoughts about all of these people. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Tika Sumter. Gorgeous. Absolutely beautiful. Gorgeous, gorgeous, gorgeous. And she's a good actress. She did what she could. Yeah, she is. If she doesn't become uh, an A-list celebrity after this, I don't know. I do kind of want to see her more. I I want to see see her her on red carpets. I want to see her what she does fashion wise. She's beautiful. dude. I want to I want to see what I want to see what that decolletage does in the future. Rachel, watch the movie for Rachel. Rachel. You Rachel getting married is what they did. <laughs> Shut up. Are we going to be able to get through this? Yeah. Okay. Um, reasons, reasons not to watch it. Reasons not to see it. Um, There's uh, too Bruno much Mars. happening. There's uh, so much happening. Dance fighting. It, but the dance fighting is also a reason to see it because yes. you get a really great looking uh, Siberian husky with his shirt off. He is husky. Yeah. Also, you a, get the Siberian hateful grandma, the murderous Nana. Yeah. Who's always knitting a skull and crossbones just to let you know that you're going to die. Yes. Um, uh, and, uh, and other uh, reasons not to see this movie. Um, um, I feel like we just gave everybody a lot of good reasons to watch this. Yeah, but it's just still watch a five. It. It's a five. But it's a but five. Watch it, but it's a five. Yeah, it's a must-see five. Tata <laughs> it. <laughs> it is a must-see five. Can I tell you? Yeah. This movie just was something else. It's something this else. This movie that you would, was something else. It's, it is something else, and it's sort of like a phenomenon because it's so conflicting to the point that you would never want to watch it again, but you I, still enjoyed it. John, I enjoyed it. I, I actually enjoyed the movie all the way through. It's wild to me. Anyway, I, so didn't, I had a, no choice in the matter. <laughs> we had to watch it. But um, so the tomatometer on this is 69%. Um, too high which is <laughs> but 69 seems like an appropriate number if you're considering the attractive people in here well, are the things that i would absolutely do with every single one of the people minus jim carrey i disagree i'm with not you. going although the, the we don't mustache, have to talk about this now the mustache would tickle i, I would fully disagree with you on the jim carrey front <laughs> it was it was working for me it was okay <laughs> yeah okay so uh jim carrey come on the show Listen, I just feel like you didn't do it for me in this role. But if, since you are listening, we, we would do if, if Jim better. Carrey comes onto the show. We are going to only mask? talk about this. I'm we're going to put him in a it. very awkward position because we're going to talk about how you didn't like didn't enjoy his aesthetic in this movie. And I would uh-uh. I would argue that. And then he would just be like sitting there as you and I just sit here. <laughs> just and talk he would be, about it. Yes. So next episode, Jim Carrey will be on here and you won't hear his voice. We'll just be talking He's gonna be about sitting him there quietly as he sits silently and very uncomfortably. <laughs> and then uh, and then we'll realize that he exited the Zoom a long time ago. Yes, then just John and I are going to be arguing about this. Yeah, so it was an audience score of 96%. It was a crowd pleaser. Crowd pleaser. And I we can see why. It. It, it appealed to every single person I also in the audience. I get it. 
Yeah. Yeah. I understand why they think it's 96, but I also don't understand why the 69% isn't lower. That's true. <laughs> like it's the true. critics. Like the, the serious critics should have been like 30%, but. Maybe it's because the critics also kind of saw what we saw. Yeah. This is a middle of the road movie. This isn't either. You yeah. watch this movie, you're going to enjoy it, but you're also going to yeah, wonder like, why I want to forget it. about it, but I could also talk about it all day. John, it's so <laughs> weird. <laughs> this movie makes no sense. Yeah. But with that, we are out of time. What Audience. movie should we watch next? Blonde? Is that out yet? Oh, I hope so. I think it is actually going to be on Netflix before the next episode. So let's do that. Or should our 20th episode be Blonde? Yeah. John, I'm so down, but also you have to start talking about our horror movies. The one after, Ooh. I think our 21st is going to have to be no joke. I yes, think. we're having an we're having an October Mean Girls Interrupted and it's going to be a we're, lot. You're getting two episodes a week. Yes. We well, actually are going to get two episodes. Horror or horror adjacent. Something yes. spooky, like a spooky dookie it's type of situation. It's going to be a spooky, spooky October for you, the spooky. listeners. Oh, uh, uh, sorry. I thought yes. you were going to follow it up with it. <laughs> no, I'm glad you did it. I'm <laughs> glad you decided to do that. No, I'm embarrassed. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, so but uh, we're going to probably do Hocus Pocus yeah. for sure. Oh, yeah. And then we'll move on to like the. Oh, yeah. We have to do Hocus Pocus. Oh, it's going to kick us. It's going to kick off October here on Mean Girls Interrupted. It's going to be your one stop shop for everything ooky and spooky. And Baba Dookie. Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> yes. Baba Dookie. Emphasis uh, on the dookie. the dookie. Okay. So with well, that, we're going to have to tell you to follow, subscribe, comment, rate, review. The send things. us an email. Send us an email. It's going to be meangirlsinterrupted at gmail.com. If you can't spell, it is in the description box below. Anywhere you get your podcast. To get your thoughts to us. And we love that. Tell us, do you have a horror movie you want us to watch? Yes, Let we're eager us to know. know. Also, we tell, us, know. tell us, tell us your dreams. And John, your... the Terrifier is getting a sequel. The what? I think it's called The Terrifier. The who? The, the, I'll send you a link. Okay, cool. Anyway. I'm going to send you a link. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so uh, with that, guys, uh, I'm going to see you at the movies. Roll the credits. You five.